Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast-emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. The novel coronavirus is affecting transportation connectivity worldwide. In this podcast, ADBI's KEC Theorem and Shreyas Barul, co-editors of the new handbook on high-speed rail and quality of life, discuss the sector's development prospects and socioeconomic effects in the fast-changing and uncertain environment. C-Theorem begins by addressing the impact of the novel coronavirus on transport and travel and the outlook for high-speed rail in Asia. The ongoing coronavirus pandemic has raised new concerns about all forms of transport. There are fears about taking a flight, a train or a bus, and of course, long-distance travel in any form. In the medium to long term, I believe high-speed rail development will remain a priority in Asia, given its potential to reliably, safely, and efficiently move people and goods. Intercity mobility is crucial for sustained economic growth in Asia. C-Theorem goes on to explain the economic and social development stakes that hang in the balance. Transport infrastructure, particularly high-speed rail, is a complex ecosystem. It enables a range of human activities in different places with diverse contexts. There are numerous contributions of an efficient and effective high-speed rail infrastructure system to economic growth and social development, both directly and indirectly. Evaluating the impact of such a transport infrastructure is challenging. The difficulty lies in identifying the exact relationship between transport and social development. Traditional cost-benefit analysis entail maximization of social welfare, We typically measure the direct transport system impacts such as ticket fare and travel time. But social welfare is not always a center of evaluation. Economic and financial impacts, which are essential for public or private sector in making an investment decision on transport, cannot be justified completely. For example, the private sector see transport as an investment instrument and they weigh the rate of returns. So to demonstrate the benefits of transport infrastructure projects, there is a need to aggregate the spillover impacts of transport systems. And these impacts need to be quantified in terms of tax revenues. The papers in the handbook discuss empirical findings of experiences of high-speed rail. Barul underscores the importance of keeping a long-term, big-picture view of high-speed rail infrastructure investment and its development effects. High-speed rail infrastructure is an investment in the future growth of the country, and therefore we should adopt it with long-term vision and develop it with meticulous planning. When countries invest in high-speed rail, they should not treat it as exclusive from other infrastructure. A high-speed rail offers an opportunity to reduce regional imbalances. As you will see in the handbook, a high-speed rail along its path generates a lot of spillover benefits. So we need governance institutes that can channelize these benefits into the socio-economic ecosystem and create more development. Another important insight is about the station area development projects around high-speed rail stations. Countries can always import innovative technologies, but urban development around the railway station will always depend on the local culture, local businesses, social structures, and way of life in general. Citizens often reciprocate to urban development that imparts a sense of security and belongingness. So while planning station area development, we must think about integration of different forms of services, transport infrastructure, as it will ultimately add to the improvement of the overall quality of life. 
C-Theorem concludes by describing the characteristics of successful high-speed rail projects and how to mitigate the factor that exceeds the coronavirus-related shocks as a roadblock to them. A good transport service will be sustainable when the cost to the provider is lower than the price the customer pays and the price is lower than the value that the customer gets. The price, cost and value of high-speed rail have not been properly understood by policymakers in developing countries. High-speed rail is perceived as a boondongle. In this book, we hope to clear the prevailing misunderstandings by discussing the facts from experiences in countries in Asia, Japan, the PRC, Republic of Korea, and Europe, the United Kingdom, and Germany. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.